Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 143 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila, and today we're going to talk about eating the frog or stop doing things you hate. So, I mean, first, before you talk about the episode, I just want to say that um, if you've listened to us before, you know two things. Mm. Mark Vila does close-up magic during the, every episode. Only on and camera. Yes. And, and then I'm vegetarian. So we don't really <laughs> mean eat the frog. It's, it's not, it's not going to happen. You guys can all relax. Um, I actually have this really cool coin trick, but it's in the other room. So I'll, maybe I'll get it later or, or something. We'll see. We'll see. As, as soon as I sign off. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about like, if you get into talking about something really boring, then then I'll just get up and I'll just go <laughs> I like that idea actually. And I'll do it. Um, okay. So um, why don't you give us an introduction to this? Sure. Site. Sure. So if you're, if you're familiar with eat the frog, it's a, uh, it's a Brian Tracy book. And, um, it's kind of, kind of like a, it's a time management book, uh, with a sales bent. And I read it years ago. And if you look in the show notes, uh, we, I put in a link to a free download. All you have to do is submit yourself to never ending marketing from Brian Tracy's organization, uh, which they're very good at it. I'm perfectly willing to do that. But, um, the idea behind the book is just, a, it's a list of ways to, um, stop procrastinating. Mm-hmm. And if you are a solopreneur or you run a small company, you know that there's a huge list of things on your to-do list all the time, just like there are on Mark's and mine. And, uh, and Brian Tracy's idea in Eat the Frog is that you, you know, you're going you're gonna to take the, the thing that you hate the most, the thing that you most don't want to do that you need to do, and you're going to do that the first of every day. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and it's become like an idiom a bit in business where you kind of just, you wait, you, you wake up, you get to, you get to your office, you sit down and you say, all right, all right, um, I'm going to eat the frog. And you look at your ta- you look at your tasks and you're like, okay, you know, I have to call this one customer who was particularly upset or, um, or I've got to go and, and do some spreadsheet work. That's going to be really boring. So you just start with that. You get it done and uh, and it's actually motivational too, because then when you're yeah. done with it, and you're like, rest of the day, yeah, breezy. And, you know? and, and the and the logic is good because you know these are the tasks that you are literally going to find if there's anything else that you can do, even if it's unimportant. Yeah, you know, like I'd rather I'd rather drive to the post office mm-hmm. and drop off a letter then I would do some of the tasks that I have in a day, you know, so I'll purposely not use the mailbox so I can yeah. avoid, you know, avoid yeah. this stuff. And everybody's got something like that. Mm. And you, it, you can really develop bad habits in avoiding those things um, where you just like you said, um, and, and your example, you know, is, pro- is a real example or not, but there are plenty of examples like it where you could, just take the letter and go outside and just drop yeah. it in that Dropbox right outside your door. 
But for some reason, you justify driving to the post office and adding a half hour's worth of work to your day because you're trying to avoid something else. And uh, there's there's jokes in in movies and TV shows all the time where somebody's like trying to avoid something in a sitcom. So they refold all the laundry because they didn't like the way they folded it the first time just to avoid that. And that's kind of what what that turns into with what you're talking about as well. Yeah. So if you are one of our, one of our listeners that um, is working on or thinking about or starting their side hustle, so you've got the day job, then you are, then you particularly know what this is about because you want to get home to do the stuff that you want to get home to do, you know, Mm -hmm. so you'll avoid, you'll avoid a multitude of tasks to get there faster. I had to uh, roll back there visually. If you're watching to handle this, dog chewing this toy because it was it was too much for me it's the uh, it's the fake chicken foot yeah i thought it might have been too much for you guys if you could hear um jack back there doing his thing so anyway um digress i uh, so this is a concept that um i learned uh probably 20 something years ago i'm not sure I don't, I don't recall when this book was published. I was trying to look just uh, before the podcast, but I didn't pull it up. But um, I had first uh, read this book probably 20 years ago when I was in school. And I remember from back then actually taking some uh, of the advice from that. And when I would used to have to do a few different pieces of homework, uh, the first thing that I would do would I would just do the most annoying one first. You know, I would just do the big, the big, you know, physics type of thing or, or, uh, you know, math, math or whatever it was, whatever was the hardest, I would do that. And then you get, and then I would always try to actually just work down then this way, the last thing was just, just like the easy bees, easy peasy project, the, the, the easiest thing to read, the easiest thing to do. Because also what I like about this logic is in the beginning of the day, um, your energy is full, right? You've yeah. slept had breakfast and coffee, and then now you're working. And then as the day goes through, theoretically, your energy diminishes and eventually you you must sleep again. Right. So I like the idea of, of doing the harder thing. And then, when, then towards the end of the day, when you have the easiest stuff, the stuff you're naturally excited to do, that you're motivated to do, then, uh, then the fact that your energy level is a little bit lower, your mental clarity is a little bit lower, it's, um, it's okay because you're yeah. happy to do so and I, I, I think at this point, everyone can tell that we usually record our podcast late afternoon, mm. normally on a Thursday or Friday. So it's the end of the week. And we do that, you know, strategically because um, we enjoy it. We get a lot out of it. And it's exciting for us to, you know, to talk to you guys and to see if we can't um, help move you forward, help, help you move the ball forward a little bit. And, and like most of our episodes, this one is based on um, really today's experience too. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Mark and I had a meeting this morning and the result of it was um, trying to figure out, you know, what are the tasks that we, that we're good at? What are the tasks that are most financially productive? What are the tasks that um, we don't want to do? that take up a lot of time, you know, it's kind of this prioritizing, which is what really it's what that whole eat the frog book is about. It's Mm. being more productive by prioritizing in different ways. Um, So, you know, we were, we were in that place today and thought of this book and thought that we'd use 
use Brian Tracy's methods to kind of walk you through what we've been thinking. Yeah, and then we have our own, our own twist at the end. Yeah. So, so how about um, let's go right into the A B C D E, e method. Method. Yeah, I have a hard time with the E. But Brian, uh, what Brian, what Mr. Tracy, we're not on first name on a first name basis. What Mr. Tracy talks about in his in his book is um, to make a list of all your tasks that you have to do in a day um, or a month or a week, however you want to start. You know, but if you do it for a day, just make a list of everything that you have to do every day. And then you're going to grade them according to the ABCDE method. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so after you make the list, um, you know, you're going to go through that, your, your task list and pick the A items. And I think you'll, you just naturally will be able to figure out what those are. Right. Yeah. They just make sense. They're A, you have to finish an order. You've got to pay a bill. You've got to, you know, del- make a delivery, whatever that, yep. whatever it is. It's something that's what I would say is due today. You know, yeah, if you don't and, and it's, it's also like measured in consequences, which I, I really yeah. like that word. Because there are some things that you may think you have to do today, but there's no consequences if you don't. I lo- I actually I just fell in love with that without thinking about it before. <laughs> there you go. Because it's really easy to think you have to do something today. All the time, all the time that happens in everybody's life all day, right? You, um, somebody wants you to to your husband or wife wants you to clean out something in the garage, you know, like you, you want to do, you need to do some laundry, you know, you need to pay your electric bill, Uh, you know, all of these different things. And a lot of the consequences, and that's typically how I make decisions anyway, is kind of based on the consequences. If I'm, if it's like, Hey, I need you to, you know, I need you to do this laundry or pay the electric bill as those two examples, what's, what's the consequence. Okay. If I don't do the laundry now, I might have to stay up later or wake up earlier to do it, to have the clothes to wear. Right. But if I don't pay the electric bill and it's due tonight, then the power goes off and then I definitely can't do the laundry. (laughs) So here, the first thing that runs through my head is, is you do the laundry because it makes your significant other happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll take two weeks for the electric company to shut your power off. Yeah. So, well, I'm talking about the scenario where you have no clean clothes. Okay. <laughs> and, and they've, this is the, this is the 14th day of the two weeks. Yeah. There you go. So, so a more, <laughs> a more work related example might be yeah. that um, if you don't get out and personally deliver this product, then a the customer is going to cancel their $4,000 order. Mm-hmm. Those are consequences. That's yeah. an important. That's an important item. Um, another, imp, you know, maybe on your A list is is you have to update um, your website because some of those products are out of stock. Yeah. So when you look at those two things, there there are potential consequences to not updating your website. There are actual realizable consequences to not delivering that product. Yeah. Yeah. Having that customer. Um, uh cancel their order or never buy from you again is going to cost you uh, thousands and thousands of dollars over time. And if we talk about uh, older episodes with the lifetime value of customers, you could be talking about tens or hundreds of thousands, right? If $4,000 order. So, and if some, the worst case, if somebody orders something on your website, that's out of stock is you have to call them up and say, Hey, sorry, it's out of stock. So what's the worst consequence? Deliver that order 
first. Yeah. Um, and well, but these are both A items, right? And and but and really, what we're talking about there are are measuring the consequences of things, you know. So these aren't necessary. This uh, isn't exactly about choosing which one to do first based on eating the frog. I think we're just talking about how to define an A item. Yeah, we'll 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 get to the uh, we'll get to the amphibian angle. Yeah. Okay. So, so next is a is a B item. These are are things you should do, but are not as important as A. So in the scenario you provided, I might describe the delivery as an A, the remove the item off the website might be a B. True. Right? Because you should do that. The consequence is really not too bad. A customer might order a product that wasn't popular anyway, and you have to call them up and say, sorry, here's a replacement. That's right. not the worst thing that can happen in your business. Yeah. And the consequences, and, and, it's mild, you know. And so, so do this either in a Google Doc or uh, write it in pencil, because I think mm -hmm. what'll happen and what what happened to me is, um, you know, you make the list and you're going to change your mind. You know, what's an A and what's a B in particular, because as you go down your list, you know, you'll see like uh, maybe ones that you remember later just have higher consequences or lower. It causes you to reprioritize. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and, and that's okay. So a B are things that is things that you should do. Um, but there's only a mild consequence to not completing the task. Mm -hmm. So um, like you said, not, not delivering that order major consequence because it's going to have a long-term impact. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and you can't delay it until the next day. Yeah. It's what not you should do is something like you should really, Make sure that if you advertise that you have stock on an item, that you actually have stock. Mm -hmm. It has customer service ramifications. It's not that it's not important. It just doesn't have the same level of consequences as yeah. an A-task might. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very true. And um, and uh, there's well, we've got A and B, right? I don't need to. Yeah. We don't think we need to dig dig further into it. So um, that makes perfect sense to me. I think that's pretty clear. Um, next, we have C. So a C is an item that has no consequence. They're nice to do, but not essential, and they're not going to contribute to the long term success of your personal life or career. So a C item might be um, you wanted to hang up a uh, a new painting in your shop. You, you thought it looked nice and you, you got it at Marshall's for $6.99. It's <laughs> very specific. <laughs> and it's nice. And you thought it was, and you thought it was cute. So you, you bought it and you wanted to hang that up today. Uh, yeah. If you never hung up that painting ever and just left it in the box, in the bag, in the back office, it's never, it's not really going to have any impact on your business at all. It's nice. And it makes yeah. your shop look nice. And a customer might come in and look at it and say, that's a nice painting. Where'd you get it? And you could say, oh, oh it's a rare artist. Um, I got it. <laughs> rare artist. It's a rare artist. I got There's it. only one of them. There's only yeah, one. I got there's it only that one. Gallery when we went to Italy. <laughs> so, so with C, I think like this is the danger zone. Yeah. Because this is where like you have this list. When you get to the C's, I bet it's chock full of things that you really would like to do. Yeah. Like, these are the things that I want to do. What do I want to do? I want to, um, I want to, mess around with my logo. I want to um, call a few friends that buy stuff from me occasionally and, and just chat them up a little bit. You know, I want to, um, you know, try a few new things out on the embroidery machine. Yeah. You want to try the new Thai restaurant for lunch. There you go. 
No, so and this this is super important because you know these are the things that you that you probably do at your day job to fill up your day, mm-hmm. right? So this is what you're doing to fill up your day at your day job um, because it's not costing you any money. When you do things that have no consequences and you fill up your time with that, to the exclusion of the A's and B's in your business, this is where this is where you start getting into the yellow zone. Right, because you're not accomplishing things that move your business forward. You're accomplishing things that you enjoy. Yeah, which is it, it's different. Yeah, and, and and actually another an interesting psychological thing with that too is um, these might not even be things you necessarily like or don't like, but they're time fillers that yeah. you just do, and um, mentally they might make you feel um, like you did something. We actually discussed that today too. Yeah. That I said, um, I don't like having to do these little things on the website, like update a SKU number or the weight of an item. Like it's just, it's, it's a C item, right? Um, For me, it is for some other person. It's not right for the accounting department. The SKU is critical for them. It's, it might be an A, but for me, it's, it's, I'm changing a letter A to a letter B. And it's just a thing that I'm doing on the website. Um, But sometimes it's nice to do them because I feel accomplished. Um, I did something today. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, this is a problem in marketing. I just want you to know that as you go forward in your business, the, uh, a psychological problem in marketing your business is that you're never finished with anything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a joy for us to finish an article and see it on the website, even though we have to do another one immediately afterward. Well, and the other thing is, is that a night it's nice to do, but not essential. You might go onto your Facebook profile or your Google profile or website and just be updating stuff all the time. Yeah. And, and these are things that they actually might not have any consequences. So again, C is a real tricky one. I think A yep. and B are really simple, but C is because sometimes you think an item will have a consequence when it doesn't, um, but you, and you believe that it's important, but it's not. And so I think it's, this is like one of those, uh, one of those things where self-awareness is really important. Right. And is it, don't let your, um, you know, your, you say you have OCD, but no doctors clinically told you, you, (laughs) right. Right. But you you really want to have this thing fixed and straight and right. Um, so you're going to do it because you've tricked yourself into doing it to avoid a possible um, big fraud. Yeah. So, so there is a very, a, a term for this when you are writing or when you're creating graphic that you have to pronounce very carefully. It's okay. called futzing. Futzing. Okay. F-U-T-Z. Yeah. Okay. And, and what it means is you've got something perfectly good in front of you, but you keep working on it. Oh, okay. You know, because just because this is what you like to do. You know, like um, if you've ever read and you've probably, you must have read um, if you've been on any of the websites, something that I've written and it's never perfect because I refuse to go back through it more than half, half a time to see if everything is correct and spelled right. And if I want to change anything, you know, so, so that futzing can, especially when we start talking about stuff that you enjoy doing, you know, if you really enjoy digitizing, you can oh, you spend can an endless amount of time yeah. 
playing around stitch directions, um, underlayment, you know, I mean, what, what are you going to, you know, there's an infinite variety of ways to accomplish a task. And if you're into it, you'll try all of them instead of doing maintenance on your machine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think you started this one, right. C is a bit of a, it's a dangerous zone for your tasks, you know, but uh, so pay attention to it. Um, the next we have is the D. So mm-hmm. delegated items. Um, these are items that somebody else has to do. Uh, an example of that is if you have an embroidery shop and um, you do small run t-shirts and embroidery, and then you have a big order that you're sending out to say a screen printer, you've got to place that order today. It's a delegated item. Would that be a good example? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, maybe it's even an, it, I think the operative word is that you should delegate it. Okay. You know, so, so when you get down to these tasks that you should delegate, um, they do have some kind of a consequence for your business, but you can't or won't develop or have the capabilities to, to accomplish it. So this might be um, like, it could be filing taxes. It could be. I mean, it could be that you've got a single head embroidery machine and a hundred piece hat order. Okay. So that could be similar to that screen print and small run type of an, an option. Yeah. Yeah. It could, could, it could be yeah. that, you know, it, it's stuff that it, it does mean something. So you're willing to write somebody else a check to do it, mm-hmm. but you've got to decide. Okay. So part of this, so part of when you're making your list is you're looking at your A, Bs and Cs. And then sometimes you look at an item and you say, this should be a D item yeah. today. I should delegate this to someone today. Um, so that might be, yeah, you have a single head embroidery machine and you have a really big job. So you're going to delegate it out to somebody else, or it might be doing your taxes or um, installing a new electrical socket in the wall for your heat press. You know, right. You're not in the position. Um, so I, D items are important. Yeah. Uh, so so maybe thing- even, maybe, sorry, maybe even want to go back up to the A's and B's and, and just recognize whether or not you might want to change something to a D. Yeah. Which is, so that's interesting too, you know, because the way I'm looking at it, a D, couldn't an A be a D? And is it an AD then? This is a question for Brian, not for you, but you have to answer it now. <laughs> <laughs> because you uh, have I, to do this. Here, here, <laughs> since, since the debates are going on right now. Okay. Um, I will answer it in, in, that, in that vein. <laughs> so you're just going to answer something completely different then? Uh, absolutely. I'd like to talk about the tax plan. This, <laughs> is, this is what I think. The taxes are going to have a, a big impact on A's yeah. and B's. Interesting. So an item like an A could be delivering the products. Um, That's a really important thing for you to do. Um, But it's not because the items just have to be delivered today. And you have somebody who is very capable of delivering things. So you change that A to a D because you can delegate, hey, take those two boxes down to the Joe's sandwich shop. Yeah, he needs t-shirts today. Good, and they good, ex- good example. Good example because it could be you have to you have to say why it's you know if it's an A, why mm-hmm. should you do it? You know, if you're the business owner, you know it has to be delivered today. I have to do it because Joe's my most important customer, and every yeah. time I deliver something, I bring him a cookie and shake his hand. Yeah. Okay. You know, and now we get another order. Yeah. Or it could be that no, it just has to be there today, and you can pick up the phone and call Bob's delivery service 
and you've mm-hmm. delegated that appropriately. Yeah. Okay, then. I like that. So D, uh, D is uh, the problem with D where people av- will avoid Ds are two things. One is control. They don't want to ever delegate out any control or something because nobody will ever do it as good as you. Um, yeah, that's and, really true. Uh, or, it, or D can cost money. Yeah. And you're trying to not spend money because you're a new business, you're a small business, you're on a shoestring budget, um, you have uncertainty in what's going to happen with your business next month, whatever it might be. So you don't want to spend money or no one else will be able to do it as, as well as you. So um, a trick you can do with that to help get past that is um, start with some foolproof things to delegate. <laughs> like, just like that are cheap. Have your teenage kid clean up the shop by picking up the trash and then offer to buy them McDonald's for it. There you go. It's like six bucks and... Right. And, and almost foolproof because it's picking up trash. Um, so start, you can start with little things like that in the delegation. And um, that's something that I'd read a while before where they said, you know, how to get, how to cure yourself from being um, a control freak at work. And they said, delegate smaller things. And then once you get good at that, then yeah. step it, step, step up, up the next ladder. And then eventually you'll get to the point where you'll trust somebody to do something that's extremely important. And then you'll yeah. just, we, we do that internally, you know, um, we're, uh, we're getting, we're getting, uh, Hannah, our marketing mm-hmm. assistant to do more copy, to write articles. So, you know, we would have her to write emails. So we would delegate that. And for mm-hmm. the first week, two weeks, month, we would look at every single one and we would talk it over. And now we don't even look, you know, or we'll check in once a month or something yeah. along those lines. And you can do that same process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but, but it's really important D- doing some getting some D's on your list will will help you grow your business because you yeah, can only you can only go so far. I think that one one important um, tip for this is to uh, get a sticky note and write down your worth per hour. Yeah. So if you're a fifty dollar an hour worth, or you have a hunt, like think about your business and what you're worth to the business. If it's 10 bucks an hour, if it's 50, if it's 250, write that number down and stick it on, stick it on a sticky note on your computer or on the wall next to it. And every time you're looking at these tasks, look it up at that number and consider that you're paying that to accomplish this task. Yeah. You're paying possibly a hundred dollars an hour to clean up your shop. That takes 30 minutes. Deliver so, an order. Yeah. Deliver an order. So you delivered an order and cleaned up the garbage in the, in the shop. And that took you one hour and cost yep. you theoretically a hundred dollars for that hour versus the teenage kid would have done it for McDonald's and, and a movie theater yeah. ticket, you know, um, which actually a movie theater tickets, almost a hundred bucks now. I guess. <laughs> really is crazy. <laughs> million dollars to go to the okay, movie. You, you've offered to, to let them rent a movie off Amazon prime for three ninety nine, Right. Or you could take out a mortgage and buy them some popcorn and a Coke at the movie too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, like I, uh, this is always in the back of my head when uh, we have meetings, we have management meetings and things like that. If, if myself and Mark Vila and two of the other managers are on a zoom call for 30 minutes mm-hmm. or an hour, that costs the company a significant amount of money. Mark Vila makes a million dollars a year at this job. We, we could so have done you figure yeah. if he's in a meeting for half an hour, you know, that's a thousand dollars. 
but you know, this, this kind of, this kind of approach, you know, this thinking about, we talk about it a lot in different ways in all seriousness. It's, you've got to value your time at some kind of a number and you can be flexible about it, of course. And when you're just starting out, you're going to make allowances, but you should really think about what you're worth and what a D actually is in response to that number. Yeah. And it's good. It's another great one to practice and exercise and learn to learn to do. Because um, if you think of just large businesses that have grown, you know, to, you know, even just Coldesi as a business, um, you know, the, the owner of Coldesi is not, most of those daily tasks are not being done. He's decision-making. Right. And watching the, where the ship is headed and things like that. And if you want to grow your business to that point, um, where maybe you run the business and your husband or wife does something else and you have a couple employees that do something else and you're getting ready to pass it on to your kids that do other things. Um, even though you might know how to do everything, you also need to know that if, um, if you're not there that day, the business still runs, you right. know, and you can, that's how you build this legacy of a business is where the business can exist without you. And that's when, if you're looking to pass your business on, this is something I read too. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to pass your business on to your, say your children or somebody else, um, then eventually you will not be there. Right. So can yeah. get the business to that point? If the goal is I want to, and we hear this all the time when yeah. we surveyed customers, so many people say they want something to pass on. Yeah. And if so, if you're doing that and you are, and you can't get every, if you can't envision every task getting to a D, then you can't pass it on. Yeah, I, I, I love that because you don't want to pass on a job. Yeah. You know, because if, if you can't delegate anything, if you're doing it all yourself, if you don't have a method for getting to the next level, then really it's great. You're working for yourself. Yeah, which is great. But that's different than having a business. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have a business, but it's but it's different. A business is something that exists independent of what you're doing every day. It's like uh, it's the same attitude that we have towards um, profit. Real mm-hmm. profit is money that you're not using to pay yourself or or to fund the business. It's extra money. Yeah, it's just money that hangs out. Yeah, right. now, I, I I like this concept, and I like th- thinking about thinking about your business in this way um, will help you to determine where you want it to go. So this got very philosophical in D right now. I, you know, I mean, you know, uh, we can, then we'll move on to E, which is yeah. eliminate. This is my favorite one. Yeah. I know you like this one. Cause you're going to, you're going to make a list of all the tasks you have to do. And eventually you're going to realize there's a bunch of them that you don't have to do. Yeah. No consequence. You don't like doing it. It's not essential. It's literally, you just, you just don't have to do it. Yeah. Some, so somehow you got the idea that these are the things that you had to do. Yeah. What, what might that be? That's, here's a trick question. Um, well, I'm turning off the mic right now because it's the podcast. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you. No, like, like, listen, the tasks that have no consequence are the ones that you, you already gave an example. Cleaning up your shop. You, you may have to do it monthly or semi-annually. But if you're still functioning every day and it doesn't drive you crazy, you do not have to do that. Okay. So, so, and that's, so you meaning like you don't necessarily have to go through the whole shop area and yeah. say sweep and dust 
and uh, check everything that it's in the right order and, and all that stuff every single day. Because if you're doing your work properly every day and you're weeding vinyl with the trash can next to you, yep. then there is no trash. Well, and, and all you're doing is doing, a, you're running around and doing something for the sake of doing something that has that won't actually accomplish no anything. Yeah. And also I did that to kind of pander to people that listen to the podcast that just don't like to clean. Um, okay. But I, but also, I mean, I'll, I'll use this local customer. I was shocked. I went into their shop and um, you know, they walked me through and gave me the tour. It was really cool. And we got up to their screen printing setup, which they really use all the time. They use it all the time. And there must've been four inches of dust on it. Like I'm surprised it didn't interfere with the screens themselves because mm -hmm. the only way it was ever cleaned was, you know, as the, you know, as everything moves, you know, that's yeah. the only dusting it got had no impact on their business. <laughs> right? Obviously it had been that way for a decade or more. Yeah. You know, they took meticulous care of the mechanical parts of the equipment. They didn't bother to clean it. So, I mean, these are, this is just a, a funny example, but you are going to get to that list of stuff that um, you're going to realize after you do A, B, and C, and D, there's going to be stuff that you don't have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense. Um, I, ease, um, hopefully, um, you don't have a lot of ease on your list. Yeah. Right? And if you don't, that means you're not, you're not wasting a lot of time doing a bunch of things that you don't have to do. I, I actually, I, I'm actually stumped for a really good example of E stuff. Okay. I mean, you don't have to go to your Facebook page every five minutes. There you go. It, you know what I mean? You don't have to maintain a Twitter account. No one does. Yeah. You know, that's so, so if you're on Twitter, for business or personal pur purposes during the day, you know, unless you have a specific niche market that uses it, you're you're probably wasting your time in marketing. You can yeah. eliminate that. And right? also, you, you yeah, yeah, you don't have to. If you're checking check LinkedIn, yeah, yeah, if you're checking LinkedIn and you don't have any corporate clients and you don't want any, then you probably just eliminate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. that actually that's that's actually a really good one. So, uh, oftentimes, ease um, are unwritten. Then I would say. Because you sit yeah. there and you scroll through your Instagram or your Facebook and stuff like that. Um, and then it becomes a task you're doing and it eats up a bunch of time. And now you're commenting, you know, under, under a big thread for no reason, no function on your business. Yeah. No, if you would have not done it, nothing would have happened. You know, um, if you wouldn't have responded to that political post, that was 15 minutes worth of typing that raised your blood pressure. You, you <laughs> I'm telling you didn't change anybody's mind ever. Yeah, that's right? true. Never done yeah. that. So don't do it, especially during your business time. If you want to do that during your free time, I mean, hey, it's your life. Right. But, but for your business, you go on Facebook to do, you check, you check for um, if there's comments you need to respond to on your page, you check for reviews, you maybe update an image and do marketing tasks that we talk about in other podcasts. But you don't need to go through and look through everything and spend an hour every day doing it, especially if you've got A, B, and C tasks up there that need to be done. Yeah, I, and I think that's good. And the last thing I'll say about ease is um, you're probably right. They're probably not on the list mm -hmm. of tasks that you set out to do in a day. So watch out for them. For, yeah, I, I think that's it. If like maybe, maybe it at down. the end of a day, if you list everything that you did. Uh, okay. And then graded them in retrospect. 
that you'll sounds, find a lot of ease. That sounds great, actually. Yeah. If you're looking to improve your time management and what you do during the day, at the end, write down everything that you did. And see, and then um, you could probably grade them at that point in time too. And then you could say, I could have delegated that. This was, this was, this was an A. I'm glad that I did it. This was a B. I'm glad I did it. This was an E. Why did I, why did I, why did I do this? Right. I spent time doing that. Um, that's great. I like so that. We, we have um, a, a CAS approach. Yeah. The, so just to, just to recap on the Brian Tracy thing, the, the idea behind eat the frog is it's disgusting and terrible. Eat the frog. Oh yeah. We just thinking about, about it. Yeah. So things that, so his philosophy is you, you make that list and you find the things that you hate and you really don't want to do, but you have to do, and you do those first. So the, so your A's and B's basically a yep. first and B second, you look at your A's and you look at your B's and you say, what's the worst one, which one stinks yep. the most, which one is the ugliest one. Right. And what you're doing is um, you've got, Say if you have two A's, he's saying that you have two frogs, that your job is to eat these two frogs and you don't want to do either of them. So um, what you do is you eat the frog first. Well, if you have one frog, I'd say you eat the frog first, get it out of the way. Yeah. Now it's, it's done. Like you, you suffered through it and it's done. And if you have two frogs that you have to eat, then you eat the uglier bigger worse one first you get that out of the way right and then you do the next one and then eventually there's no more frogs to eat and you can move on to with your day you know enjoying good things like that thai place this is this is this is the only episode we've ever recorded that's Mm. making me just a little bit nauseous (laughs) really just it's terrible so we we have our kind of our own take on this as well and it's actually something we, you know, again, to reiterate, something we were talking about today is, is what we'll call the CAS approach. Okay. Um, would be to, to equally go through and, and do, the, um, do the ABCDE kind of method, maybe before, maybe at the end of the day to see how you did. And then um, additionally grade these things on both how much you hate doing them and how objectively good at it you are. Okay. So, um, something, so a simple example would say that, um, you particularly hate making, um, let's see, you, you hate doing your bookkeeping. Yeah. Just dislike it. So you'd rate that on a scale of one to five. How much do you hate it? Five. Then how good are you at it? Bad. One. Right. You make mistakes all the time. So at a five hate and a one good, this is the, a, this is a, a ready an item that's turning into a D. You've right. got it. It's Absolutely. The, one. the five one, the five hate and the one good um, is immediately a D item. And, and you look for those items to delegate. You know, so that's part of what this rating scale, I'd say, would be, would be looking for items to, to delegate or are helping you to look for, for those frogs. So, so are, are we looking for the size and the flavor of the frog? That's, yeah. that's really... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, that's I, to I help like you guide, guide the, the, uh, the, maybe the ugliest frog, you know, yeah. it could guide for that. So I, um, so personally, I actually, uh, when the, 
you know, when the brush and bake and the pro spangle and the spangly first came out, um, I learned hot fix era and I really liked it. Like I like yeah. figuring it out. I like, you know, I like messing with it. Um, it's cool and it's very satisfying to finish a design. It's one of those mm -hmm. things that we don't get to do very often. You get to complete something and then it's done. You know, um, I'm not good at it. Like yeah. I can do it and I, and I kind of enjoy it. Uh, I, I don't create good things. I can do a circle fairly well. Nice. nice. Right. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not good at it. So, you know, that's something that I delegate to, you know, if we need a spangle design, uh, we used to go internally and ask Alan if he could do something or Sean, um, Mark will do something. Um, but you guys do it better. So lately we've been asking you for help. You spend all day doing it. Many of you really love doing the designs and you're really super good at it. So that's kind of us realizing that, okay, I don't hate doing it. Like I'm a, I'm actually like a, you know, what is it? A two. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. And then um, good. You know, I'm, I'm an, I'm a zero, right. I'm a, I'm a point point oh one. Yeah. So, 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 you know, we've, we've come up with a solution for that. So maybe, maybe that's your situation too. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe one of the most important things in your business is digitizing for embroidery. Super important. Yeah. Um, and you're good at it, but you hate it. Or you love it and you're terrible at it. So you should immediately find somebody else to do that. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not good at digitizing. I'm not good at graphic arts. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, I can play around with some stuff and I don't mind doing it. I can add yeah. some lettering and I can do the basic stuff, but to um, say somebody say, all right, uh, create me a graphic of somebody eating a frog. I could, I could not do that and make it look good. Um, so I, but I kind of like playing around with that stuff. It's fun. You know, it's yeah. fun to me. Um, so I do it for fun when it's for fun, but I don't do, ever do it for work. I try to never do it for work. I use Coldesi graphics, right? So yeah. coldesigraphics.com, you know, you can go there and you can get your digitizing done. If you're not good at digitizing, you should go to Coldesi graphics, right? Um, or if you hate doing it, you should go there. The, the opposite scenario is if you love doing it and you're really good at it, well then, I mean, you're living the dream. Yeah, but I, I'll <laughs> say that this is something that really, that is really a, a time suck for, for me as well, is if there's something that I know I can kind of do, you know, like, and I've seen some of our pros internally getting ready for demos and they'll just take forever. Like literally devote themselves forever to do something that they're not that great at, you know, like graphics, like someone will do their one, absolutely insist that they do their own graphics for a demonstration or for a product or for a test when, um, you know, I mean, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. But it'll take them 90 minutes that we could be doing something more productive. Yeah. Right. So that's a, that's something that they really like to do. It's really a priority to get it done. It's not that good at it. So if you, if that's you, then just recognize it, that you're just, you're, you're um, in investing time with money you don't have. You know, you've got to really look at that post-it note with how much you make an hour. Is it better for me to mess around with this for 90 minutes and spend 75 bucks on myself? Or can I get, you know, cold SE graphics or someone to do it? 
for half the price. Yeah, and these things I, I I know are challenging decisions to make because getting that uh, item digitized, especially if it's a pretty large um, and complex graph, it might cost you seventy five dollars. Yeah, and then now you're like, well, I'd rather pay myself the seventy five dollars. But if you're not that good at it, and and especially if you don't like doing it, then just because you can pay yourself that seventy five dollars to do it doesn't mean that it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully you can you know convert that to a D and delegate that out. Yeah. But if you cannot, if you literally cannot, and maybe you can't, right? Especially you know new businesses, you know shoestring budgets, you know things like that. You just can't. You got to do it. Yeah. And that's the frog you eat. Yeah. You that's a good. That's that's a good point. Yeah. You get your coffee. You open that up. You digitize it. You get it done. And hopefully you know. Um, by lunchtime, the whole job's done. You've digitized it. You've sewn now. You've completed the, you've completed the the task. And then now you can do the other things in your day that you're maybe more excited to do. Maybe you like doing marketing and you like sales and you like making sales calls and things like that. That's yeah, the fun yeah. part for you. And then you did that production stuff in the beginning that you really didn't like, and um, and then what we described kind of before the podcast. I said the goal then would be that you don't like doing it. You're having to eat this frog every day. And the, the best way to get rid of that, um, it, well, the best thing you can do is to not have to ever eat a frog, right? That would be right. wonderful. So you get your bit, you, you do your best to do everything you can to get your business where you can always delegate that out. And that means making, you know, making more sales, being profitable, you know, right. doing all the things we talk about in the podcast. You do all of those things to get to the point where you never, your, your frogs are very little. They're very yeah. little frogs you're having. To eat. <laughs> they're, or, they're, or, they're, or they're tofu frogs. They're tofu frogs. So, yeah, they go down gonna, easy. You don't feel guilty. Like the Haribo about eating them. gummy. You don't, you don't have to wonder what happens to the rest of the frog. Like, you know. Yeah. You know what? At, right. There's somebody who's out here listening to this right now. Um, that goes frog gigging and likes eating frogs. I knew you were going to bring up frog gigging. So, 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 um, for you, you have to pick a different, um, a different thing to eat. Maybe tofu for you. If you're, if you're, if you're not from Florida, you may have to, to Google frog gigging because I don't know. I don't know. I think that's just a cracker activity. Yeah, well, I think it roll, it rolls through, uh, you know, all the, uh, the Gulf coast. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, hey, listen, I do want to, before I forget, I want to point out and maybe introduce you guys to this one, one concept of kind of uh, economic cost. So it's the idea that if you are going to spend, let's say $50 worth of your time to do something, then not only are you um, accomplishing that task and spending that $50, but you're also not doing something with that time. Yeah. That was also worth $50. So, so, you know, you're, you're a hundred bucks in. So every time, you know, when Mark and I spend an hour doing a podcast, you know, that's two hours we're investing in doing this. You know, we could have been doing two hours worth of other productive things. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you're investing four hours, if that makes sense. I, I see, I see, I see where you're going with that concept. Okay. Um, I, I like it. Um, I also there's uh, it can have even further ramifications because if 
um, if you're looking at your list and your tasks and all these things, and one of them is to make sales calls and you don't like doing that. So you procrastinate on it and you avoid it and you don't eat the bit and you don't eat the frog first, but you procrastinate your sales calls. You do other things. You don't delegate something because you're still trying to procrastinate that frog that you got to eat. Then the, the thing that that $50 example could have been a sales call that earned you a thousand dollars. Yeah, there you go. I like that. So, and then, then you get into the trap, you know, where you, you know, that hour, well, well, yeah, it's going to cost me 50 bucks to get that digitized. Okay. If you don't want to spend the $50 on getting that digitized, cause you, um, you, 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 you fear you can't afford it. Yeah. And, and maybe you almost can't because you're really new, you know, speaking really to the startup here, like the hardcore startup, you almost feel you actually can't afford it. You will lose money on yeah. this job. Okay. So then the, the exercise I would say to force yourself to do is then don't digitize it and, and try to make another sale yeah. in that time frame. Yeah. If it's going to take you, how long is it going to take you to digitize a left chest logo, sew it out, fix it, sew it out, fix it. You're going to at least spend an hour minimum, bare minimum. Yep. Um, so it, what if you took that hour and you made 10 phone calls or took that hour and, and emailed a bunch of people? I mean, we, we've talked about a bunch of different ways to sell. You make phone calls, you email people, you reach out to people on social media, you test out some marketing that you want to do. Um, you, you create some ads, you write an article for somebody, you know, you write a blog post for somebody, you write an article for the local paper to talk about apparel, you know, all these things that you can do that can earn you business, do that instead. And, um, and you're going to make your, you will make money that way. And I, 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 I love this idea because, you know, if you think about it, the more, the more of your day, the most profitable thing you do, you can do is spend, spend your whole day on A's right uh, on on A's like if if all the things you have you that are on your to-do list if if you only had to do the top A that you enjoy and are good at that mm. would probably be an ideal business for you yeah it's probably why you started the business you know if you want to get to the if you want to get to the point where all you do is weed vinyl all day mm -hmm. you know then then cool like you have to go through these other steps to get to you know, your whole day is nothing but A's. Yeah. And, and, um, there's a, uh, there's a dirty head song. It's a band. Okay. I was hoping famous. they're mildly famous, but one of the, um, one of their lyrics is I'm on vacation every single day. Cause I love my occupation. Yeah. Right. Um, and actually the lyric actually starts with a, 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 so it's kind of <laughs> don't sing. It does no. start with that. We're going to have to, what <laughs> are we at? We're at like maybe, 57 minutes. We're going to have to yeah, cut that out. Maybe they were, maybe that's what they were talking about, but actually it does say AAA, you know, and then, so, and that's true, right? So that's hopefully another thing that you're going to do with this is that you use this exercise to you eat the big frogs first. You try yeah. to remove all the things you don't like doing and only do the things you're good at. And then eventually, um, hopefully the dream is you get yourself to a point where you're on vacation every day. Cause all you're doing is what you love. You yeah. love, cool. you love the digitizing portion of it. You think it's fun. You think it's interesting. You love the art. You love taking something from your mind 
to an embroidery machine. I, so I, I, that's what you end up doing. And the rest of the business. I can't, is I, can't, I, can't, I can't believe we started off this episode talking about eating frogs and we end yeah. up with paradise. I think yeah. that's, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, All you have to do is eat enough frogs. Yeah. To get, to get your prints. Yeah. So um, the, I'd say, so we can wrap this up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the homework that we're going to say, the takeaway on this is um, tomorrow, Monday, whatever day you're working next, um, make a list of your tasks and try to grade them A, B, C, D, E. And uh, maybe at the end of the day, you kind of go through that and write, write what you actually did and grade those. And then maybe on a one to five scale, one being you love it, five being you hate it, rate how well you, how, you know, grade all those. And then rate how good you feel you are at them. One being okay, five being great. And, uh, and then you take a look at that and, and um, think about that, right? Yeah. And just, just, just ruminate on it a bit. Um, and then the second thing is, um, well, I guess maybe it should have been the first one, but the, after you write everything down, find out which one's the frog and do it first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that. Um, and, and definitely the end of the day thing as well. And, um, we're going to, again, we're going to put the link to the Brian Tracy. Um, it's pretty good, you know, so, uh, I didn't even know it was free now. You know, I, these older books, you just, you have to look for the PDF. You have to, they're, they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's great. This is, this is a nice little one that you can read that all these little business books and and idea books and, you know, all these things, time management books are all little great things. Um, that you, you, if you, they, what do they say that CEOs, CEOs always read a bunch of books? Yes, they do. I I think it's a lie, but, um, I think they (laughs) buy a lot of books. (laughs) That's great. Um, but I will say that I read a reasonable number of books and articles. And I find that when I do that, I'm able to take a lot of little knowledge and put it into a package that fits me. So you should, yeah. this, I, I think this would be one to add to that list of something to read. I, I like that. And by the way, that's only happening because you're 40 now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thanks for listening today. As always, do us a favor and, uh, and share the podcast with somebody that you think would be interested. Join the Custom Apparel Startups Facebook group. Visit coldessie.com and coldmanandcompany.com and buy something. Um, this has been uh, Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And this has been Mark Vila. You guys have an amazing business. <laughs>